turn these diamonds straight back into coal. Turn these diamonds straight back. Hey everyone, Anna Callahan here, she, her, hers. Hey, my name is Brett Farrell, he. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Cody, he, him, his. And this is a special Wildermind episode about community. To me, community is kind of all we've got. I find fulfillment in meaningful work, pursuing physical goals, and in community. The thing is that community doesn't need to do anything significant. It doesn't need to be successful. It doesn't need to reach a summit. It's fulfilling just by existing. So right now, a relentless pursuit of staying in touch with community can offer fulfillment when work and physical goals are on pause. So to me, community is everything. Community to me means listening, advocating, and taking action for those uh, around us. And right now, I think the key to remember that there are a lot of people in this world who, who lack a significant amount of community and these could be our neighbors, so we need to remember to um, support those people wherever possible. And to me, community means the people that make me feel at home no matter where we are in the world. I was sorting through my day pack the other day, which I hadn't done for a bit. It's the one that I take to the climbing gym every day. And I guess I'd avoided it. This simple backpack, the Black Hole 25 liter by Patagonia that I've had for years, was just a staple of my daily routine. In one of the expandable side pouches, I'd shove the Arcteryx chalk bag that my buddy Jordan gave me when he stopped by my place in San Diego one evening on his way north, I think to Tahoe. And in the other, I'd slide the 24 ounce hydro flask, the new lightweight one that my friends Bree and AJ got for me during their last trip to Bend. In the top zipper compartment, I'd always be sure to have my wireless earbuds, my Garmin 945, and a Pro Bar tube, just in case. Recently, I'd also added medical tape for my pulley injury and a unique sanding block for my fingertips, thanks to one of my closest friends, Cheyenne. In the main compartment, you'd find the climbing shoes that my buddy Isomer hooked me up with for Mad Rock, and a pair or two of running shoes that my pal Alyssa from Fleet Feet Sports in San Diego turned me on to. There'd also be a random assortment of daily work items, my MacBook Pro, headphones, pen, notebook. You get the idea. And yes, many of these items, well, just items, are attached to people, to community. And in some ways, I think I'm just now realizing that. But for a minute, back to the unpacking. As I cleaned things out, I came across something I'd forgotten was in there. A copy of the Wall Street Journal dated Thursday, March 5th, 20 of 20. Just 22 days ago. The top headline reads, Quarantine ballots, no majority as Israel tallies votes. There was a mention of the coronavirus in the photo caption, but really, the article was about Netanyahu's right-wing bloc falling short of majority, raising speculation that a fourth election was in order. I actually remember reading the article while sipping the coffee that Amy at Rumsey's Cafe had just poured, and not really thinking all that much of this coronavirus thing. Other front-page news from 22 days ago? Stocks rally as Super Tuesday results buoy health insurers. Biden's victories set up two-man contest, and Marvel gives Brexit its own superheroes. I don't have today's paper, but while I sit here and write this script, which will be yesterday when this podcast is released, the headlines of WSJ.com were, 
the U.S. coronavirus cases top those of China, Italy. Spend generously, take care of workers. Coronavirus stimulus takes lessons from TARP. House ponders how to pass stimulus without spreading coronavirus. And last, U.S.-China trade blame for virus, hampering global economy rescue. What a different world, just 22 days later. Presently, 21 states have all issued statewide orders for residents to stay at home, and 15 have issued parts of the state to stay in place. Just two nights ago, my phone flooded with messages from my fellow Salt Lakers that Summit County that borders our eastern edge was put on mandatory stay-at-home orders. We're next, we all asserted. The other striking thing about that night, save for couples, everyone who sent and received those messages, none of us were physically together. On a Wednesday night, hump day of all days, the day where you celebrate making it halfway through the week and the weekend of adventure is within reach, the day you'd say, okay, maybe tonight we can all have an extra beer because, you know, we've made it this far, but not that night. Or the ones before, before, before. And what we jokingly say has felt like an eternity. And really, it has felt like that. And there are certainly no weekend adventures on the agenda. And that day pack, the one I told you about unpacking, it hasn't been used for weeks because I've not needed it. I've not slung it over my shoulder to go to the front climbing gym where I spend many, many hours a day working, strength training, climbing, and coaching. At least that's how I would have described my time there a few weeks back. Today, however, looking back, it's in a different scope. Today, I'd tell you that's where I'd often see my community. Whether it be those like Cheyenne, Nick, Tanner, India, Tara, Taylor, Zach, Peter, Riley, Kate, Andrew, Kelsey, and occasionally Dory, cast in a little shade there, Dory, where you been, <laughs> and so many others that have become such a large part of my community here in Salt Lake. And the new Greg that never wears a shirt, even when it's snowing, or the kids that I coach that have become an incredibly important part of my week. That's where I'd see them. That's where we'd talk about and plan our weekend trips. And for now, we can't. And maybe it all sounds a little bit dramatic, but right now, everything seems to be playing out in one hell of a drama. And I'm okay saying it. It makes me sad. Because as you heard at the top of this podcast, to me, community is everything. Now, we haven't been in this exact scenario before. We can freely admit that this is unlike anything we in our lifetimes have experienced. But we know what it's like to hurt, to lose, to struggle. And we can remind ourselves that amongst all the chaos that life can bring, the one thing that it cannot take from us is our sense of community. Wait. It's okay. Haven't we been here before? Haven't we been here before? And I said, hey, what's your name? So we adapt, we call home more, we FaceTime happy hour with our friends, we create silly content during hard times and watch as our screen time report increases by staggering amounts. We go for runs and walks alone. We experiment with new recipes, we dive into our hobbies, and we log into online fitness courses. But we do hurt, we do struggle in not knowing what's next and many are not okay. And I'd love to leave that thought on something like, it's okay to not be okay, but damn, this is one hell of a level of not okay. Healthcare workers are fraying at the ends, but just keep going. Jobs are on hold, paychecks are not coming, but we just keep going. People are sick, people are scared, but we just keep going. 
And I can't wait for the time that this is all behind us when we can say we kept going and we made it to a new day and honestly, an entirely new reality. And I wish there was something inspiring, beautiful, and insightful to say because just keep going certainly isn't it. But I'm struggling to find the words. I've stared at this screen for far too long hoping that something that sounds like hallelujah will come, but it hasn't. So I'll do what I do and just slide into an on-brand song. It's a tactic, if you will, to switch the content rather than transition. Bam! Secrets revealed tonight on Wilder Mind, 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 Mind. For the first time, sounds like hallelujah for the first time. For the first time, singing hallelujah for the first time. We must not lose sight of the brighter days ahead. These are incredibly trying times and dark moments, but by hell, we will endure them. And when this is behind us, we'll still be forced to sit with the discomfort of our new reality and residual struggles, but we will do so closer to our communities than ever before, physically and emotionally. I mean, can you imagine the bear hugs we'll all give each other when we can finally smash this six-foot social distance and gather once again to rage and riot through the lands? So don't ignore or suppress the pain. It's okay to hurt. Don't beat yourself up for missing the smiles, fist bumps, shoulder taps, and hugs from the community that once filled your days. It's okay to be sad for the adventures that have all been canceled, for the campfires, the starry nights, the rooms full of laughter, and the dumb jokes. Lament it, because for now, it is gone. But it will return. And when it does, we'll do all of it with a little more intention, meaning, and purpose. We'll treasure the times outdoors, on the road, in the living rooms with our communities more than ever. Because for the time it was taken from us, when we felt empty, we were reminded just how full our lives are because of it. So, while your wild self rests, be true to the part that isn't okay right now. Oh, I guess I sort of said it. And I kind of said I wouldn't say it, but... I mean, really, it's okay to not be okay. Turn me back into that wild hair again. Ring like silver, ring like gold. Turn these diamonds straight back into coal. Turn these diamonds straight back into coal. Turn. Straight back.